This is a HeadGum Podcast. In 2022, let's focus on what we look forward to rather than routines we won't stick to. Tim, you've probably been been seeing adaptogens and functional mushrooms and everything lately. We know mm-hmm. that we know they're good for you, but they but they always taste too mushroomy or they don't have an enticing texture. Look, I love the taste of like a you know, like a shiitake mushroom or something like that. But you grind it up into a powder, it's not going to taste that good sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to stick to, and you don't know how much you need either. It's hard to stick to a routine that you kind of dread. Enter Wonder Day Mushroom Gummies, the world's first and best mushroom gummy that combines the power of 10 research-backed adaptogenic mushrooms, including lion's mane, reishi, and changa, incravably chef-crafted pre-dose gummies that taste like a juicy raspberry. We dare you to eat just two a day. These things are delicious. And I've been taking these things every day, and I love them. They, they, first off, they taste good. Who, who doesn't want to start off the morning with something that tastes good? Mm-hmm. But uh, I find that they, they, they motivate me. They kind of like de-stress me. They put me into a good mood. I like these things. Wonder Day mushrooms are uh, made with 10 research-backed mushrooms that have been used for centuries to help people achieve homeostasis or mind-body balance. Uh, they are 100% vegan and made from U.S. cultivated functional mushrooms from family farms of exceptional quality. They're so tasty and effective that they've sold out twice. Get yours to start living wonderfully before they sell out again. Go to try.plantpeople.co slash everything and get 15% off your first order with code everything. That's T-R-Y dot P-L-A-N-T. P-E-O-P-L-E dot C-O slash E-V-E-R-Y-T-H-I-N-G. Love feeling wonderful or your money back. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm a little tipsy. No, oh, me I'm having too. a beer, Tom. I, I haven't been uh, drinking since uh, the birth of my son back in October, and I so cracked y- open a beer. You did sober October, November, December, and January. Yep. And, and I'm a better person than most people. For yeah. Me. Well, but now people who listen to this podcast are probably like, ah, uh, that's why he wasn't funny. That's why yeah, he was such a a bore to listen to. This is like every alcoholic's nightmare. It's just like, no, nobody will like me if I stop. (laughs) Yeah, I did get emails being like, what happened to Tim? He used to be fun. Yeah, he used to be uh, a good times guy. And now look at him. Um, We'll save it. I met your son. We'll save that for the Patreon podcast, though, right? We'll save that for the paying customers, the baby report, because they were promised a baby report. Um, well, I'm, uh, I've had uh, like, uh, the equivalent of half a bottle of wine. Uh, so yeah, you've been drinking cans of wine. Yeah. You finally gave me, uh, we'll give a shout out here. Bridge lane wine, which you were drinking on an episode and, uh, a, uh, listener worked for them and, uh, didn't even, you didn't even mention the company name and it was just like a happy accident. And they, yeah, she was like, oh, you like canned wine? I'll send you some. And then I didn't. 
give her my address because I don't want to give somebody my address over the internet. Yeah. I've given my address to a couple of people lately, and I haven't gotten anything. Hmm. Well, they're <laughs> probably parked in a van outside your apartment yeah. as we speak. Maybe. Uh, hey, we, what are they going to do to you? Murder you? Whatever. We do have do a your P.O. Worst. box. We have a P.O. box, but I'm I'm like hesitant to give it out because... I got an email from the post office saying, like, you never picked up your key. We're closing your P.O. box. And then I went to the post office and they were like, no. <laughs> they were like, you have the key. It's your P.O. box. I'm like, right. But I got this email. And they're like, let me see that email. And I give them the email and they're like, I don't know what this is. The yeah. post office is just like, we don't trust emails. We're the post office. Yeah, that's our we're, number we're one not competitor. Exactly. Now, Somebody's if you got a letter in the you. mail, sure. Um, but email, it could have been anybody that sent this. So, uh, yeah, I think it works. So I'm going to go check there, uh, maybe in a day or two. Send us things. Send us more cans of wine. Let me, let me give out the, the address. Where in the, where the hell is this address? Uh, nine. The dang Louis DeJoy makes things so hard to figure out <laughs> on these receipts, Tom. Is that the, the postmaster general now? Yeah, that's that's the villain. That's the, that's America's villainous post office. <laughs> Postmaster uh, General. Gr- gratefully functioning country that we have. We're going to villainize these people. Um, I love that we have this this guy, this like mustache twirling villain in in charge of the postal service for some reason. Uh, Nine fifty Fulton Street, uh, P.O. Box. Three eight zero one one zero Brooklyn, New York one one two three eight dash nine 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 seven. Yeah, yeah, put the dash in there now. <laughs> were, you, were you guys all writing that down? <laughs> well, they can rewind it. It's not a goddamn live show, Tim. Jesus Christ! Maybe they're using uh, speech to text translation. Yeah. How are you doing this week, Tom? I'm doing good, Tim. I have a. Uh, the by the time this comes out, the Super Bowl will have already happened, right? Or people might be watching the Super Bowl as they're listening. To right? This. They might have. Hey, everybody, quiet at the party. Yeah, we suggest doing it as a simulcast because, much <laughs> like Dark Side of the Moon and The Wizard of Oz, um, it syncs up in strange, surprising yeah, ways. Right. <laughs> um, but I don't know if you're aware of this, but just this past month. I don't really understand, but this past month, I guess, in New York, they like legalized sports betting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haven't you listened to a podcast, Tom? Well, I was Or gonna... like watched one second of anything with commercials in it? No, but but somebody was telling me that they keep getting podcast ads, which is why I'm like, I'm not gonna like shit on it because who knows, next week <laughs> this Tom, if no, Tom, I'm sorry, if we don't have a DraftKings ad at this point, um it's not happening. We're never for us. yeah, that's probably yeah. true. They went after everybody. Yeah. We I think we were the one that they like nixed from their plan <laughs> for some reason. Because they're like, ah, oh, this this co host isn't any fun. He's a yeah. bore. He's a scolding sober bore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, people that listen to this aren't fun. They don't like gambling. Yeah, um, he hates vices. But I, well, I don't listen to podcasts, so I didn't hear any of these ads. I don't, I don't really, I don't watch any kind of television, really. So I didn't see any of these ads. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to move my car once a week. And <laughs> when I do, 
the radio. It's all it's all ads for this and ads for getting your COVID vaccine or booster shot. Which right. I'm kind of like at this point, if you haven't gotten it, is a radio commercial going to convince you? Do you think somebody's going to be like driving a car and be like, "What? The vaccine is available? Oh, it's out! What? Oh, I should get that." But uh, but I've been hearing tons of these ads, and uh, so I'm currently on the prowl, Tim, for like, because look, the Super Bowl's boring. Football's boring, right? We're anti. I think so. We're anti-American football on this podcast. I'm not anti. Well, I guess I am a little anti it because of like concussion injuries. Yeah, that seemed to like die down. Remember, like a couple years ago, they were like, "This is the end of the NFL." I right. don't see how like, and every like everybody was on board for that. And Will Smith was even like, "I'm going to make a movie about it." Right. And then the movie yeah. flopped, and I think everybody was like. Uh oh, maybe people like concussions. So now we're pro concussion and pro pro football now. I mean, I, that movie—it's like I get it that people don't people don't want to watch movies about sad things. I think. <laughs> I mean, that's objectively not true. But not like I don't know, sad real life things that. Yeah, I don't, that movie just didn't look interesting enough. Yeah, I think it was the color palette. It, it had that. Um, yeah, it was like very gray. Yeah, it was like the gray blue. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why are you doing that? Uh, t- I, I got a lot to say about the the color palettes hey, of, what a, of hey, whatever modern movies, Technicolor movies, huh? Yeah, whatever happened to sepia? Yeah, uh, train pulling into station. <laughs> um, although I did watch Nightmare Alley this weekend, and it was uh, very good. I thought. Oh, yeah? With, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley? Yeah. Tim, I didn't know it's about like a uh, like a mentalist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it and was... a geek, right? It's oh, a geek Oh, boy, show. yeah. And and geeks play heavily into the movie, let me tell you. Uh, hey, just like this podcast, huh? <laughs> uh, a couple of geeks? A couple of dweebs, geeks, and weirdos Tim, over well, here? Well, these, these are, are the real deal geeks who bite heads off of chickens. Yeah. Um. But yeah, good movie. Uh, watch it. It's on HBO Max. Um, it's not an app for HBO Max. <laughs> but anyway, I'm Tom, like... You've plugged so many things that <laughs> I know. are not paying. Jesus Christ. But... Um, we yes. should just send a bill to... to we should Bridgedale just... Wines or whatever. Um, HBO Max. Uh, I bet we can just go to freaking DraftKings and be like... Hey, we've been advertising for yeah, six weeks. You owe Where's us. our money? You owe us and they'll be like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, and I think they'll just—they're—they're they're sending out so much money to so many podcasts. They'll be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, uh, yeah. well, we don't want to get on the wrong side of podcasters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've been because there's like a ton of apps and a ton of ads. So I've been like fishing for like what's the best deal? Because I hate, I, you know, I like I I'm just I don't hate gambling. I just don't. It doesn't appeal to me. You don't have the uh, the gene that makes yeah. gambling um, all encompassing yeah. when you have money on something. Yeah, I have it for other things. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, but thankfully not gambling. Where like if I lose like a few dollars gambling, I'm like, oh fuck this! I hate this. This is stupid. Give me my money back. If I have like three dollars. Mm-hmm. on a the outcome of a sporting event i will be riveted the entire i will watch every play well so that's what i'm talking about because 
I'm never real into the Super Bowl, but I'm like, you know what? I'll uh, if the option is to use an app and like put twenty dollars down on the on the game, like then I'll be yeah, then it will give me something to root for, something to be. Why twenty dollars? Why not two hundred dollars? Why not two thousand dollars? <sighs> you know what, Tim? You're right. <laughs> no, and one one of these ads. This is what really spoke to me because one of these ads on uh, on the radio is like, you can bet on everything, even the color of the Gatorade. Now mm. I'm like, oh, oh that's I? yeah, that's where your ears perk <laughs> up a little bit. I'm like, oh, the color of the Gatorade, because listen, listen, I think Gatorade, they've been really oh. leaning into blue Gatorade over the years. <laughs> well, what do you stop giving this out? Yeah, on the- I'm going to ruin the odds. What am I doing? <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so that but I don't think you can do side bets on these apps without also like betting on who's gonna win. And it's like I don't know who the hell's gonna win. Yeah, yeah. I don't, much like most years, I don't uh, going into Super Bowl Sunday not knowing who what teams are playing yeah. in the big well, game. Uh, well, so let me ask you this though: there is apparently a side bet. You know the uh, who the halftime show is, right? It's Dr. Dre and mm-hmm. his uh, uh, various cohorts. Yeah, Dr. Exactly. Dre and friends. Dr. Dre et al. <laughs> right. Um, so as a result of that, one of the side bets you can take is whether or not the hologram of Tupac Shakur will make an appearance. Hmm. I'm going to say absolutely not. Now, keep in mind, just the other day, Snoop Dogg, who's one of the performers, bought Death Row Records. That's true. So now, you know, maybe that grants him some kind of additional rights that were not previously available. Sure, but... Well, so let me ask you this, and I don't know if this is a side bet. Do you think Tupac Shakur will make an appearance in some way, shape, or form? Maybe even just being on the big screen TV for a minute. Oh, um, yes. I think California Love will make an appearance there. Yeah, right? Because they got to go through the hits. And then why not have the hologram? They have the they they made the hologram. They made the hologram years ago and take it out of mothballs. Yeah, and put it on the the big stage. Yeah, well, you know, and along with uh, I'm changing my bet, Tom. <laughs> Bring up the Dra- DraftKings app. <laughs> Stop mentioning the name of an app, Tim. They're not paying no, Tom, us. We're, we're just gonna bill them and see if they pay us. Well, to to go back to uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, uh, Nightmare Alley, maybe they've improved Pepper's Ghost even further. Oh, wow. There's Pepper's Ghost in there? That's what Tupac Shakur's oh, uh, hologram was, Pepper's Ghost. Am I giving away I secrets? No, I thought you were, might have been getting uh, Nightmare Alley co- confused with Steampipe Alley. Oh, with uh, Mario Cantone? Yes, the yeah. local uh, New <laughs> York tri-state area Kid children's show. show from the late 80s. With with Mario Cantone just screaming at everybody. <laughs> yeah, but then being like, my dad never played catch with me. And then, like, you would uh, say that on baseball into a glove, yeah. <laughs> what a weird show. I, I didn't like yeah. Steam by Valley. It made me uncomfortable. It was cool. I mean, it was cool. Set. Yeah, anyway... Like, who gives a shit about all this stuff? Tim, let's talk about online dating.
Tim, this week it's uh, it's romance week here at the Complete Guide to Everything because uh, it's it's yeah oh. Those were kissing noises. If for yeah. the for the for those who can't see Tim like I can, um, Tom, you're always making kissing noises at uh, ladies on the street. Like, just hey, when they walk baby. by, <laughs> yeah. Just if they don't notice the other things I'm saying, man. I've told you, I've talked about this. People do that at my dog sometimes. Make kissing noises. Yeah, like Yeesh. Like they just want the dog's attention, and I. Fucking, yeah. I can't even imagine what it's like to be a woman. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's demeaning for your dog, yeah. you're just like for, for exactly. a human woman. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because uh, um, I'm also like, like, as a as a dog owner, doesn't it like annoy you that like, what? Hey, why are you trying to get the attention of my dog? Like, well, get, yeah. get your own dog to to give you attention. Yeah, and it's like you don't have anything for my dog. Like my dog, what basic best case scenario? My dog's gonna respond to his kissing noises, come over, and then you're not gonna have like a treat for her or anything. Yeah. The handyman in my building, uh, he has treats on him sometimes, and he's nice, even though he always talks about cooking her in the oven like a sausage. Uh, that's pretty funny though. <laughs> he's not really gonna do it though, right? Uh, I hope not, but my dog barks at him sometimes. I think she understands what what he's saying. Yeah. She's like, hey, you're being fresh. Knock it off. Uh, Tim, it's romance week. So b- besides just making kissy noises at uh, people walking down the street. Don't do that. Unless. Unless what? It's your wife. In France, I think that that flies, right? In France, all kinds of stuff flies, Tim. Yeah. Have you ever seen these Pepe Le Pew cartoons? I have, and that's 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 where I get ninety percent of my <laughs> my information about France. <laughs> exactly, uh, Tim. We're talking about online dating, yeah. which I don't think we've ever done an episode about. Right? We haven't. I've yeah. never done it in real life, Tom. You've never had sex, Tim. You're admitting you're a virgin here on the Romance Week podcast, Tim. No, you have never... a child. I've never done online dating. Though. Oh, I see. I when you were trying to convince me, you were like, "We should do a lot of online dating to <laughs> to prepare for this episode." Well, and Tim, I was like, "Tom, I'm married. You have a long term girlfriend." Let Let me tell you. Uh, between <laughs> this week, searching for the best gambling deals, and then googling different <laughs> dating websites, uh, you know, Google just thinks I'm a fucking degenerate shithead. <laughs> I mean, no. Being on a dating app doesn't make you a degenerate shithead. It does if you're in a relationship. I'm sure that that they see like, oh, this guy has the same address as uh, as a as a woman. (laughs) So so you're worried about the algorithm spying on you and making connections to the point where like you you don't you think it reflects poorly on you that the algorithm like has like pieced together all these things and might get the wrong impression that you're cheating on your girlfriend yes because well full disclosure i mean not full disclosure i guess but hopefully my girlfriend isn't listening to this right now but like i bought her flowers on this is the order of things i did i bought her flowers online then i looked for gambling websites and then i looked up a bunch of dating websites so at I, least the flowers were first yeah that's what that's what i say google t- 
take me off your list of of uh, pieces of shit, please. Do you I mean, think Google, Google has just Google like? Knows, yeah, Google knows far worse about you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Um, but yeah, I've done online dating. You you met your 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 special someone. Uh, not before online dating, but like I guess in like online dating's infancy, maybe. I had an OK Cupid profile. That was mm. the only thing I had, and that was a very like what twenty ten. Yeah, 20, that was like, that was like one of the first, because well, like eHarmony and stuff existed before that, but I feel like online dating they were still so- like stigmatized, right? Yeah. Like there, it was when it was like. And that's weird. I'm still going to meet people in the real world, right? Yeah. And now, now everybody acknowledges, like, look, you can't do anything in the goddamn real world. <laughs> the real world doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I think, um, like, early online dating things were a little more geared towards uh, finding, like, finding somebody to, ma- to marry or be in a long-term relationship. And I feel like a lot of the early ones were geared towards, like, Hey, you don't live in like a city. It's hard to meet people. That that's that's like the customer we're gunning for. Um Right. Where now it's just like no, it's it's every you know, it's just grown and grown and grown to the fact where you know, there there's an online dating site out there for everyone, even married people. <laughs> there are, there are actually plenty for married people, I think. All right, even for single people, and this is what I didn't, mm. I never liked about um, back in the day, like yeah. when I had an OKCupid profile. Like I mm. nuked it after like a week because I was just like, it's so embarrassing if somebody <laughs> that you know like sees the way that you describe oh, yourself yeah. to make you seem attractive and interesting right right yeah because you might put something like like, i don't want anybody who knows me in real life to ever come across this (laughs) yeah this is what tim thinks tim thinks this is the sales pitch that he should be putting out there yeah oh tim says he's into skydiving he signed up once and never showed up (laughs) yeah because you're trying to present yourself and um yeah i've uh in my time online dating have like, yeah, come across friends and um, it's, yeah, it's very embarrassing uh, to, yeah. to see somebody. I mean, it shouldn't be right. Like really it should be an objective. I was watching, I did a weird thing last night. I was like, I'm going to watch the first 15 minutes of the movie Magnolia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson's a very long 2000. movie. Yeah, exactly. But I was like, I just want to watch the first 15 minutes. And there is a, a scene in the beginning where, um, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Tom Cruise? Nope. Philip Seymour Hoffman? Nope. Uh, I've never seen Magnolia. Dr. Steve Brule. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what the hell is his oh, name? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, all right. Continue. Anyway, he plays he plays a police officer in the movie, and this was uh, in the year two thousand before um, widespread online dating. Tom, you're looking it up. I'm trying to find out who who's. <laughs> Why can't we think John of his C. Name? Riley? John C. Riley. Okay, yeah. it's such a. I mean, John Riley's a very generic name for such a yeah, unique but he had, actor. 
you add the C in there, and then it's, it becomes uh, <laughs> elevated. <laughs> I'm in sure a way. he added the C because somebody named John Riley already registered <laughs> with SAG. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. um, he's he's doing like this thing where, you know, you have on the phone. Yeah. You describe yourself, and it's like, mm-hmm. if this sounds good to to you, here's my mailbox, and like, let's let's uh, leave a message for me, and we'll set up a date. Mm-hmm. But he's just. He is just objectively describing himself. He's like, I'm a police officer. This is how tall I am. There's a, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, so it's not interesting like, at all. It's not interesting at all, but it's also like, oh, like you get a good sense of this guy's personality and, and his physical attributes. Like, it shouldn't be embarrassing if you have a, a profile yeah. that you've built out to be like, but now it's not even profiles, right? I, I've never looked at tinder i like i've never seen these apps Mm -hmm. like when people say swipe right in a comedy sketch i'm like what are they talking about (laughs) tim swipe what what is right um i think you're you're protesting too much now it sounds like you you've got profiles on all these apps um yeah well that's the worst way that would that would be the worst way to cheat on your significant other by like having a, a publicly available well, it page fucking, where it's like, this is me and uh, I'm looking to date people. Yeah, here's multiple pictures of me just to make sure. So it can't yeah. be like, maybe in this one picture, he just looks like this guy I work yeah. with. Um, well, let me say this first off, because like some people that I, uh, friends that I've seen on these sites might be listening and I've never been embarrassed. None of our friends listen to this stuff. I've never been embarrassed by any of their things, actually. Like, right. it's always been like, okay, no, this is who this person is. Although there's somebody I used to work with or and worked like, you know, under was like a big boss that like her profile kept coming up in my uh, apps back in the day. And she was lying about her age by like a decade and it was just hmm. like very embarrassing to me what's what's the long game there well that's that's the thing with all these things that uh people lie on these apps and like you 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 shouldn't <laughs> because it's like you'll and that's what i've heard um as like women that i've talked to i you know i don't know that no i guess i know a couple of guys that that have uh you know done online dating but i feel like i've talked to more women who have done it because i feel like that's like that was a better perspective of like what are you seeing what's going on what am i competing Mm -hmm. with how big do my muscles have to be how tough do i have to be um how much do i reference my dong in the actual like verbiage is three references enough do people get it um but uh i feel like that's the number one guy uh, thing i've heard about guys from heterosexual women that guys lie about their height uh so like oh tom this is a whole thing (laughs) with you you are you are the most height sensitive person we get it, Tom. No, but You're... it's just, but it's a crazy thing to lie about because it's like, well, you can lie about your job. You can lie about how rich you are. But if you lie about how tall you are, the second you walk in, you know, the person's going to be like, oh, that person lied about their height. 
I always say that I'm shorter than I am. <laughs> so then people and are I like, walk whoa! In a, I walk in on my knees with my shoes on my knees. Dwarf style. Um, mm-hmm. Dwarf style. And uh, and then they go like, oh my, I guess he wasn't kidding about that. And then I pop up and they're delighted. Do you do, you do like a um, uh, uh, Willy Wonka style somersault <laughs> yeah, it's onto a, it's your a, feet? It's a dwarf slash Willy Wonka <laughs> entrance to all of my blind dates a decade ago. Yeah. And luckily, uh, you're now wife. One of the biggest dwarf and Willy Wonka fans I've ever met. I she found was, the one, she the was Venn diagram. From, exactly. From, from minute one. And and uh, disappointed ever since that, that you just, you don't, that he didn't own a chocolate factory that she could take a tour of and that you're no good at golf like Dorf was. No, Dorf wasn't very good at golf. And guess what? Willy Wonka's chocolate factory was a freaking uh, nightmare. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, so, what were we talking about in regards to online, online dating? Just, just like profiles, yeah. Be honest. I think is is my uh, takeaway with with these. Uh, hey, Tom. Uh-huh. Tom Reynolds for honesty. It's the best policy. Yeah, that's my. Uh, public service announcement for for yeah. dating applications. There's a lot of dating applications, but they're almost all owned by Match, Match.com. Is that true? Yeah. I looked up because I like made a list of like the, the apps that I was on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're not currently on them anymore? I'm not currently on them anymore. But... um. All uh, Match owns Match.com, of course. They own Tinder. They own OkCupid. Match owns Tinder? Yeah. They own OkCupid. And they own Hinge. Hinge is one that, is that the one that, like, is that the default one that people are using now? I don't know. Hinge is the one where I met my girlfriend. Okay. Uh, now but, what's what's the hook? What's what's hinges hook? Well, let me say first. It off, all hinges on what? They don't say. go to hinge.com because that's a website for a door hardware company, which, <laughs> which I mean, hats off to them for grabbing that five letter domain. That's a great yeah. website. I'm sure ninety five percent of their traffic is accidental, but. Yeah, you but know. then people are like, oh, I do. Uh, like that door has been acting up on yeah. me. Yeah. And hey, maybe While that's I'm why here, yeah. that, maybe that's why I haven't been able to find love. Maybe the you squeaky know, door. I finally get uh the love of my life home and then they hear that <clears throat> of the bedroom door and they're like, uh actually, uh check please. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's working out for hinge.com. People are going on there buying oh, new hinge- Buying Sorry. new hinges that, you know, are silent as the wind. Like a Tell like me. a soft wind. Silent as the wind? <laughs> what about silent as no wind? Silent, silent as the absence of anything happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. Mm-hmm. Re- record scratch. Yeah. Hey, don't they want to make more money? 
Tom, I'm, I, I hear it's also built on an acclaimed Nobel Prize winning algorithm. Yeah, and I looked that up because I was like, all right, come on. But uh, but it's true. I mean, it's an algorithm meant for more things than that. But that is like one of the things that was like how to match uh, like potential uh, mates. Hmm. So wait, but what did it win the Nobel Prize for? Just being like a good algorithm. They just have like an al like the Nobel Prize in what? Algorithm science, <laughs> technology, something like that. Yeah. But I liked Hinge because Hinge was. I mean, all these apps are different, but Hinge was like. <laughs> so Hinge asks questions, and then you answer the questions. Which I liked because I felt like you got a better idea of a uh, person's personality. Were they multiple choice? No, it's like essay form. No, 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 never mind. Well, but here's the thing. I My my girlfriend now of almost three years, uh, she answered every question with just beats because she doesn't like beats. So it's like, what's something you don't like? And it's like beats. And then oh, like the the food the food. Yeah. I thought you meant like she made sick beats. No, like, no. Uh, or like the the Dr. Dre headphones. Yeah. No, the 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 vegetable beats. And she oh, just okay. answered beats. You can pick which questions you answer and there's like right. a million questions. So so her profile was a was a was a big joke to her. Was a big joke to her. But you know, I like But it's jokes. very important to you, yeah. And uh, I was like, this girl's cute and, you know, uh, treats all this like a joke. Right. Maybe I want her Maybe to move in with me. she'll treat me like a joke, yeah. <laughs> right. Which is really all I'm looking for is just to be treated like a joke. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I guess you treat me like a joke, so it's just something I'm looking for in all my relationships. Tom, it's fine. It's a, <laughs> it's a fine way to go through life. Um, but yeah, so, and then it's the app meant to be deleted. And, um, that was what, like when we had like the boyfriend, girlfriend conversation, that's like how it came about was mm. because she was like, oh, I already deleted, you know, we had been dating for like a couple of months and she was like, oh, I already deleted my account. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I haven't been on there. I swear. But like, I'll go ahead and delete my account now and then i was like are we like boyfriend girlfriend it was like i was 10 years old again having this conversation yeah did she wear your class ring on a necklace around her neck uh no i didn't have my class ring on me unfortunately but mm -hmm. i did i had a pin and i pinned nice. her but it was just like you know it was like a pin i got with like a comic book it was a Spider-Man pin. The death of Superman, Tom? I put, I put the death of Superman armband around her. Uh, um, but yeah, so we were we were like a Hinge success story, I think. And I liked Hinge. Like, I hadn't gone on any... Calm down. They're not paying us either, Tom. <laughs> I hadn't gone on any dates with anyone else on Hinge. Mm -hmm. Uh, before like she was my first hinge date and last. Hopefully, wow, that algorithm really. Uh, yeah, it so knew I knew that you would want a uh, an extended bit 
profile that would strike your fancy <laughs> no i mean i think that was like you know uh hinge was like this guy will probably like a a bit <laughs> as a profile and i mean luckily also she was cute so i was like all right i'll take a chance that you know this might be a maniac uh but she wasn't at it's least great, that i know wanna- of yet do you want to know the Hinge timeline from their website about how Hinge came to be? Sure. All right. In 2012, mm-hmm. Justin, who's this guy, I think, mm-hmm. creates Hinge. Yeah. Right. At that point, I had already met my wife, Tom, so there's no chance. In 2013, Hinge launches, launches a mobile version and puts its last $25,000 into a massive launch party, giving Tinder a run for its money. Very cool, Tom. A party. Should have invited me. Um, twenty fourteen Hinge goes global and expands to the UK, Canada, India, and Australia. Mm-hmm. Twenty sixteen, two years later, f- four years after he created this, yeah, Hinge relaunches the app with a renewed commitment, helping people find love. Like, and then twenty twenty one, thirty million dates and counting. There's a lot omitted in that. Like, <laughs> well, I think there's probably a lot what? of times where it's just like, yeah, then nothing really happened. Yeah, I guess we so. were just but running thir- an app. Thirty million dates. That's a lot of dates. Um, yeah, because they. How do they say that? Because like, well, right, let me tell are, you, they are, ask you. No, but here's the thing. Oh, mm-hmm. they ask you what? Like they ask you if you went on a date with a person. Yeah, but okay. Do they? Is it? 30 million first dates or is it like if all right so yeah you they and might your have done some like went, averaging went on to date for years right yeah we've had at every least time, a million dates since then yeah every every time you go out to dinner or eat a meal together it's hinge like another date for tom and his girlfriend <laughs> you know another that would explain that story. guy that follows us around tim told you not to give the address away on this thing All right, Tim. Uh, now I'm wine drunk enough to really get into stuff. Uh, now it's time for the real show to start. <laughs> now it is time. Much like our, our good friend Sergio Morales told us that his father said during a uh, Santana concert, now it's time for the real show. Yeah, he said that at uh, intermission. Right at after, intermission. After, after, yeah. after Santana got done with all of his, uh, what was that album he did with that Smooth was on with all the duets? Supernatural, Tom? Yeah, so it's like he did all those songs. Now it's time for the real show. Uh, Tim, let me tell you about online dating. From my Because you've never online dated, but I have online dated. Um, and it, it stinks. It's... It doesn't stink. It's fine. I'm just arguing with myself. Yeah. (laughs) This is what happens when you have too much wine. Yeah, I just argue with myself. Um, But, uh, like, I had, like, one short-term relationship, I guess, through online dating before uh, I met my current girlfriend. My current and only girlfriend. (laughs) I shouldn't (laughs) just refer to her as current. Um. And, and it, you know what, that relationship, it was, it was great. It was like somebody I met and we got along, but after like two months or so, it was just like, 
eh, there's like not really like a spark. Like we get along, we have like similar interests and everything, but there's not a spark, and we like split very uh, no drama amicably. Whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, and like we hung out afterwards, like the, like a month or two later, we hung out one time because it was like, nah, I still like you, you're fun and everything. But <laughs> one time, and then we decided never to do it again. Well, and then I think she like moved away and stuff, and th- then I started like dating somebody else, and it was like, well, I shouldn't mm. be like dating somebody while I'm seeing somebody I used to date. Um, but I've had some bad online dates, Tim. And I've nice. had, I had, you know what? I don't have, so this was always my opening at like, whenever I would have an online date, I would ask the other person, like, tell me some of like your bad online dates. And, uh, you know, luckily none of them were like, well, this is one of them. Um, <laughs> that'd be a good one. I Treating think... you like a joke, Tom. You like that though. <laughs> I do. It's my kink. Um, I think I was like, w- I think I understood myself well enough to be like, I don't think this is going to be a horrible date. And anybody that thinks this date is like horrible is a bad person that I don't care what they think. A bad person? If they didn't have fun <laughs> on a date with you, Tom? Yeah, just a, a bad, bad person? person that does, I don't care <laughs> what they think. All right. Noted. Because, um, like, I remember having a date with this one girl, um, very attractive girl, um, very attractive in pictures, but then when, like, I met her. All right, Tom, you don't have to, you don't, <laughs> this is, this is, this is not the road we need to go down. But anyway. Let's, go, let's keep this, let's I was going to say, away from still, when I met her in person. And your disappointment was, with she was very women's attract- physical appearance. She was very attractive, but, like, not in the ways that I uh, am attracted to, I guess. Okay. Um, sure. Where it was just <laughs> it's like, a solid dismount right there, Tom. You, it was you really... just like, this isn't my type of person. Um, but literally, I just remember this date. All this person did was talk about themselves to the point where it never even came up like what I did for a living. Well, thank God. You'd have to talk <laughs> about your podcast. Well, so that brings me on to my next point, Tim. Uh, being an online celebrity and dating Hey, it ain't easy. Celebrity? Online celebrity. I mean, that's just celebrities. F-list online celebrity. <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, so having the, a pot. That's, yeah. Go on. The, the two ways this, this affected me was occasionally I would get messages from people who listened to the podcast. Right. Which... Is not a bad thing at all, except I'm a bad person, and I it would just make me very uncomfortable. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it's probably better than disclosing this thing. Oh, absolutely! And then having some knowing that somebody's going home that night. And, well, oh, I'll get into um, that. Looking I'll, I'll... to do a looking to dredge up some <laughs> some uh, some stuff you said in the past. Well, no. I'll get into get that. Get you uh, banned from Hinge. <laughs> I'll I'll get into that stuff. But like, why is Hinge platforming this man? <laughs> having having people message me that knew me from the podcast just made me feel 
uh, uncomfortable, which to to uh, your point, which I'll get to about about having a podcast in general. It just made me feel like I was at a distinct disadvantage, you know, because they knew so much about you. They knew something about me. Well, not even so much. They knew like an exaggerated version of me from the podcast. Okay. Yeah, this like, is exactly how you are in real life, Tom. <laughs> I don't talk this much in real life, though. <laughs> um, you barely talk at all. Yeah, I like to remain mysterious, Tim. Yeah, get a couple of. Uh, cans of wine into this oh, guy. Oh, then I'm um, uh, an open. I was gonna say an open boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, an open book. The, the That's two the cans phrase. of wine talking right there. Yeah. But that was the other problem. That once it was like, you know, well, the conversation gets to like, what do you do? Uh, I mean, I guess it was a little bit easier for me because I could be like, oh, I'm I'm a young adult uh, novelist. I, I write books. And then they're like, well, you're not so young. <laughs> you you like, are an adult. No, it's not. I'm not the young one. It's it's who the books are for. But at least with those, it was at least with that. It was like, all right, look, if somebody's like willing to sit down and read a novel before they meet me, that's fine. I'm OK with that. The problem with the podcast is that it's too accessible. So I would not, I never, ever mentioned the podcast before a first date. Okay. Before. Before. I would often mention it on, if a first date was going well enough, I would mention it. Uh, because like it was the kind of thing where I didn't, I, I couldn't be too uh, obscure about it. You know what I mean? That's, that's then, not the then right word. Then you just look weird. If it's because like, if they you, Google what? Tom Reynolds, it will come up. Right. So, yeah, then it looks like I'm trying to hide something. Were they also like, so why weren't you going to tell me that you were an anti-choice congressman from Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was from New York, the the uh, the anti-choice uh, uh, Tom Reynolds congressman. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Tim, there these Tom Reynoldses nowadays, they're up to all kinds of hijinks that I keep getting their emails about, and I hate it. <laughs> There's some Tom Reynolds that's big in the coin collecting world, and I've just been inundated with coin emails lately. I mean, that's fine. Just uh, try to get a piece of that you coin, You should Tom. see how many emails I get. Is it Bitcoin? No, if it it's is, regular coin. It. It's old, oh. old pennies and shit. Uh, that's not that's not gonna be good for anybody. And, and it's the, not even on uh, the blockchain. Yeah, and the shitty Tom Reynolds congressman. That's actually kind of fun because sometimes people email me thinking it's him and asking to appear at things, and I agree. <laughs> and Do you? <laughs> oh, absolutely! I'm like I will be there. I am happy to support this person, and then just nice. and then block their email afterwards. <laughs> um. So yeah, being like Googleable stinks yeah. for for uh, for dates because also that one of one of my dating tips is Google the people you're going to go out on dates with. Of course, yeah. I mean, I think See, that's like common sense. I think we most live in we live in that. hell, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this like uh, this objectively sucks that like. Uh, 
anybody has a treasure trove of information about you before even meeting you. Let alone having like hundreds and hundreds of hours of podcasting that right. somebody could listen to and then have, you know, I'm going into these dates. I only know like, you know, a lot of times I like knew cause I would chat with people for a bit before I would uh, suggest a date or before somebody else would suggest a date. What do the chats look like? Can, can you send me those chat logs? <laughs> no. And actually that was one of the things I, like I was actually kind of pissed when my girlfriend deleted her hinge account because it deleted like our entire chat log. And I would have mm. liked more of that as like a, you know, a memento. And she printed bring- it out and uh, maybe uh, I'll need it in a court proceeding one day. <laughs> yeah, it's probably best that she <laughs> deleted it. Well, but she holds over my head all the time that I think it took me like five days to respond to her. She messaged me oh, before I responded the back. The beat lady reached out. Yeah. And it was just like a very, you know, it was like a, a, like a joke about a picture that I had or whatever. She called you a... a, a she said something disparaging about She's your appearance. like, you're like a, like a real big doof. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'll get, I'll put her on ice for five days to, uh, <laughs> you know, really, really keep her guessing if it is a will, will they or won't they situation. So did you, did you sit on that for five days or did you just like not check the app for five days? No, I saw it. You know, were you playing games, Tom? Were no, you playing games? Uh, I wasn't playing games. I think I was, n- I was nervous to message back. Once I messaged back, though, because she seemed so mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't want to get razzed again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I get roasted on this app. Um, no, but then once I messaged back, like, I, I didn't do shit like that again. I kept a, a rapport. I mean, I think that's the worst thing about online dating is that people play games and people ghost and right. things like that, and like. It, yeah, it just sucks that it just kind of, I don't know, It then that deters people from wanting to do online dating at all. Right. And I am glad that, like, online dating is a more relevant thing. Like, I mean, we know multiple people who are in long-term relationships and married through online dating that are in, like, very good relationships, Yeah, no, it's a good way, I think, to meet people because, especially now, um, we all stay in our bubbles and like our tribes and like, um, it's you you just don't meet new people, (laughs) right? And it's like you know, plenty before this, it was like you meet people at a bar, and I mean, Tim, you you've hung out with me at plenty of bars. I can count on one hand the amount of times like me or you went up to like a girl we thought was attractive and like struck up a conversation. Yeah. Or interacted with anybody who wasn't (laughs) in our group at the bar. Right. Exactly. Because that's like kind of what we weren't going to a bar for. Yeah. And some people to to, to engage in problem drinking. (laughs) Exactly. I'm there to meet the love of my life. Um (laughs) And some people that's, you know, it's different for them. That's that they go to a bar and they're outgoing and they meet people and that's great. But that just wasn't me. And I don't think that was you. 
Uh, so online dating was, was, uh, I feel like a better way to get to know somebody rather than being drunk at a bar and hitting it off. Not because that's lesser, but just because it's like the odds of that happening are so small. Right. I feel like I know more people that like got drunk and hit it off with somebody in a bar and then like wound up married to them than like one night stands but i think that's just because of like the people i know you know a, a classier i know a of... bunch of prudes that wouldn't give it out on the first night exactly um but i've never so i've never told this story on the podcast but um uh then when i met my girlfriend i don't think i have when i met my girlfriend like we went on a first date and it was it was it was fine. It was lovely. I think we were both like very nervous. So it was just like a good date. It was like a good like, let's go on a second date. And then on the second day, she got hit by a car. But you were driving. <laughs> no, not that I was driving, but within moments of our. So basically it was like I was like, ah, let's let's go to this restaurant. And by this point, I was I was a little smitten. So I was like, OK, I like this mm-hmm. girl. Let me uh, invite her to like a nice restaurant. My favorite restaurant, Hooters. <laughs> Hooters. I mean, the waitresses are just so nice there. They're so outgoing. Exactly. No, it was like a nice restaurant that you needed a reservation to. And me being a dumbass didn't know that you needed a reservation. Oh, Tom. Yeah. You didn't do your research? Um, Tom, you you always talk about how you like to do your own research, and you didn't even do it for the <laughs> restaurant that you well, wanted to take. Well, you know what? I did enough research to see that they were booked up, but they took standbys. But mm. I was like, all right, I'll get a reservation at a place across the street. Uh, so that uh, well, Tom, this this sounds like the way this story is going. It sounds like this is going to be all of all your fault. <laughs> oh, it one hundred percent was. So we meet at the restaurant that I couldn't get a reservation to. And I'm like, hello. You know, she gets out of a cab and we say hi. And then I'm like, hello, uh, two for dinner, please. And they were like, oh, 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 oh. do you have a reservation, sir? And I didn't. Uh, so I they hate were, when they do that. They told when they, uh, ask if you have a reservation. <laughs> <laughs> so they told us to fuck off. And I was like, don't worry. It's- I've, I'm it's no I'm, way to treat. I'm a romantic man, so I've I've booked us a backup reservation uh, right across the street. And then as we were crossing the street, she got hit by a car. Oh God damn it, Tom! And it was crazy. Thank God she was not hurt at all. But yeah, how how hard was she hit? Did she, she fall was, to the ground? She was hit hard enough that she went up on the hood. And then <gasps> down on the ground. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, like, it looked real bad. I've heard this story before. I'm just I'm, I'm playing a long time. <laughs> but she, like, just happened to turn, I think, to maybe admire me. Uh, and, Probably. And the car, like, hit Check her. Check out the profile that you cut. Yeah. Hit her in, like, the best way it could have hit her. Where, like, it hit her from behind. So it didn't like buckle her knees or anything. So she mm-hmm. just kind of like flew up onto the hood and then uh, fell down onto and the street. And you just went, you're fine, you're fine. Get up, you're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing me in front of the car. No, Tim. I I yelled out, epic fail. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> um, no, I I turned into a maniac for a minute and I opened up the guy's door. Um, just because I didn't know like what to do, and my fir- what if you what if he shot you with a gun? Uh, what would you have done then? I I guess I would have just bled out. Yeah. No, probably. my first my first thought was like. This guy's going to try and like speed away and like run her over or just speed away. So like I opened the door to like stop that from happening. And it was like an old man who like was making a left and just like didn't see her. Uh, so it's just like me screaming at an old man while he's Did like you help her up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I ran over to help her up. <laughs> Sure, sure. Yeah, I of made, course. I made sure she was okay. Um, but then I was just like, what are you doing? You shouldn't be driving. Like, just, uh, you know, scaring the life out of this guy. <laughs> you dumb old man. I'll <laughs> murder you. I'll um, wring your neck. But then I was like, "Is I asked my now girlfriend, like, is it okay? Like, can do you want an ambulance? Like, should we call the cops? And she was like, no, no, I think I'm okay. And I was like, all right, like, should we let good, this? Good, because I'm really hungry. It's uh, <laughs> like, should we let this guy go? And she's like, yeah, it's fine. So, like, he left. Uh, did you did you t- just sock him in the stomach one? Before <laughs> I, I was like, just, <laughs> just pretend like I'm punching you right now. <laughs> no, we, like, went into the restaurant. She, she went to the bathroom to, like, make sure. Never came back. <laughs> No, to like make sure paramedics she, came three hours later. Make sure she wasn't like seriously injured, mm. you know, mm-hmm. like didn't have like a huge bruise or something like that. But then we were in this restaurant and nobody else was in the restaurant. So it seemed like we were in purgatory. Like we both had gotten hit by oh. a car and died. It was just very, very we. <laughs> We went from. I like a restaurant. that you act like that's that's the most reasonable thing. Good thing you got a reservation, Tom. <laughs> well, we, exactly. We went from a restaurant that wouldn't seat us to a restaurant that was completely empty. Right. And then, did you look up on the wall and there was iconography from every major world religion, and then <laughs> yes. one by one, all of your friends from the island walked in? Exactly. There, there is a, a cross, a star, David, uh, the the crescent moon, all these different the the fish that that. And you were like, "Hey, that's Hurley. That's John Locke. <laughs> yeah, that's Jack Shepard." Um. So yeah, it was very uh weird, and uh, there was only like one waiter, and he just kept coming over to ask for our orders, but we were both like so shaken up by this, like physically shaking and just like adrenaline running that like we just weren't interested in eating. Uh, and then we finally ordered food and then like barely ate it. And then we went to like a bar across the street. But let me tell you, is somebody getting hit by a car during the date? Great icebreaker. Because after oh, that, yeah. it was like, well, I'm not afraid of this date anymore. I just stared death in the eyes. That's a great leg breaker, Tom. She didn't break her legs. Don't <laughs> start. <laughs> so that's what I would recommend. Hire an old man. 
to okay that's to, what you did you hired an old man yeah, to mow down this man. lady on I your second like, date yeah it was like the first date another went, hinge success story <laughs> the first date went well <laughs> this episode sponsored by hinge hinge should offer this as a service maybe we, yeah. we can help hey are are you nervous on dates we'll help break the ice uh by break breaking leg. some legs mm. um so that was that was a good uh uh online dating story. But then I dated this one uh lady on one of these websites. I forget what which website it is, honestly. But um How many have you been on? Have you ever been on Tinder? Is Tinder more of a hookup app? You know, that's, that's what not it's dating. Painted. I don't wanna I don't wanna talk about that stuff. That stuff's gross. Oh, I thought you were gonna say, I don't want that. I want a serious relationship. <laughs> Um, you know, I think that's what is viewed as, but I don't think that's necessarily what is the reality. We know right. somebody who, who got, who just recently got engaged and, uh, they met through Tinder. Okay. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you who it is afterwards. Okay. Um, you can say it now. None of the people listening know them. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say it. <laughs> um, but I think the the thing with these apps is like none of these apps really cost money unless right. you want to become like a super user, unless you've got like some kind of deadline, you know, your, your grandpa left a, a thing in his will that you only get the estate if you get married by a certain age. Right. Then sure. Pony up the 15 bucks a month to get the super user. But otherwise, all these things are free. So I don't know of anyone who is, who's done online dating that hasn't been on multiple apps. Right. Just because why not? Why not spread them out? And that's also a weird thing. Like sometimes you'll be on an online app and you'll match with somebody, but for whatever reason, you don't message them. But then you'll like match on another app and you'll be like, oh, hey, we matched on this. Right. Like. And then you're both like, it's kind of it's kind of desperate that they're on all these apps, isn't it? No, I think it's more. But hey, then how you could, think how could two apps be wrong? Yeah, hey, two Nobel Prize winning <laughs> algorithms. Um, yeah, if they if if they both agree, well then, here we go. Or one Nobel Prize winning and one crappy al- algorithm. That's do even you, better. It's like this is meant know, to be. I think the Nobel Prize. Now nah, maybe it's the Peabody. That like anyone can nominate themselves, and then uh, a lot of people do that, and then they say like uh, the Peabody nominated. Hmm. We should do that. Yeah, we should do that. We, I mean, we should have legitimately won a Peabody by now. We should have legitimately won a Nobel Prize by now. Yeah, physics. Um, <laughs> well, not in physics. Um. But I went on uh, a few dates with this with this one lady, and it was like the worst online dating experience I had, which was like the first two dates were nothing like cra- <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just remembering we did a live show like this where you recounted your dating stories, <laughs> but you also drank a lot of whiskey during it. <laughs> and by the end, uh, the audience was like, yelling things at you and you were like antagonizing them because like uh the things that you were saying were so oh offensive. god yeah i forgot about that you know when we were discussing earlier like have we ever done online dating and I, 
And we were both like, no, I don't think so. It's not on our Wikipedia page. I forgot we did do it for a live show <laughs> once. And I made some very broad generalizations. <laughs> to the point where women in the audience got up and like walked out. <laughs> Nobody walked out, but some people did yell from the audience. <laughs> And some people did give me an earful afterwards, but the yeah. joke's on them. I, by that time, I was too drunk to remember what I had said earlier or what they said later. But this lady that I went on these dates with, the dates were fine. It was a pretty lady. She was very successful. Tom, you don't have to. All right. Um, but our our last date, we were at like a fancy place and we had like a booth. And it was like a four-person booth, and the the waitress came over. You know, we had already been there for a little bit. And she was like, I'm so sorry, but, like, we have a group who's been waiting for an hour for a table. Would you mind if I moved you literally just right across here? You know, it's like 10 feet away. To a two-top? To, yeah, to just a smaller booth so we can give this four-person booth. Uh, and like the date had been going well, it had been going well enough. I think that it was like, we were there early and they sat us in like, oh yeah, we got everything open and we had been there long enough that now they were busy and they were like, can we move you? So it's like, yeah, sure. They move us. And then as soon as the waitress walks away, uh, she like seats the other group and this girl goes to me, can you believe they made us move just so those fat people can sit there? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So uh, I forget. There were like a few other things like that, she said, that all of a sudden on the third date, I was like, oh, no, this person's a bad person. And this person, um, like, towards the end of the night, like, as we're leaving, she's like, she invited me back to her place, which I don't know if you know, but that's code. For what? For like. fight. For, for yeah like a pillow fight or uh like i don't know if you have to like you know we've been at that place for a while maybe you like really have to take a dump but you're too embarrassed yeah. to take it at the restaurant maybe you'd like to come back to my place get a more private uh place to take a dump and <laughs> so i was like sure however let me tell you uh let me just preface this now with I, what? What were you going to say? Sorry, sorry. No, I was going to interrupt you, but go on. I was like, um, I do have to go home tonight because I have a dog and I, I, I have to walk my dog at some point. And this woman immediately was just like, oh, fine, forget it. And I was like, oh, I, I mean, I'm I'm just trying to be, I, I don't want to like, you know, come up to your place and you get this lady's mean. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to come up to your place and, and you be mad when I leave at some point because I, I have to walk my dog that that's all. And she's like, fine, that's fine. And I was like, uh, okay. So she's like, no, nah, I don't want you to come up then. And I was like, oh, all right. Like, and you know, and in all in full honesty, it was like, I, in my mind, I was like, I can come up for like literally a nightcap for one drink. We can maybe make out a bit, but you know, 
We don't have to do anything beyond that. Well, she thought like, oh, it's going to be old, love him and leave him Reynolds. Well, and that's We're why. do the deed and then he's going to immediately be like, well, time to walk the well, dog. Well, and that's why. See you never. I wanted to preempt that and and let her know. I thought I was being. This a... is why This is why the, the Dunkin' Donuts, the time to make the donuts guy. <laughs> that's why he never... could never find love. Exactly. He had to get up so early to make the goddamn Yeah, he'd, be like, he'd always disclose, like, oh, you should know. I'd love to come up for a nightcap, but I do have to wake up very early right. uh, when it's time to make the donuts. Yeah. So I thought I was being a perfect gentleman by being like, hey, let me bring this up now rather than, you know, get get what I want and then bring right. it up. Uh, but she got, like, so offended by it and, like, sent me off. And then, uh, like, the next, I forget if it was that night or the next day, I, like, text her, and I was like, I had a really good time. And she was like, she literally wrote back, well, unless you fucked your Uber driver, I don't know how that could have, how you could have had a good time. Wow. And then my next text was, you know, I don't think this is really working out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you. You're mean. <laughs> Yeah, but I did get, like, a real satisfaction by being the one to tell her, like, yeah, you know what, actually, this isn't working out. You stink. Yeah, and... Uh, you were like, I liked what you said about that booth full of people, <laughs> but uh, I got to draw the line somewhere. No, the use and, of the, X, the F word in a, in a text is, is a bridge too far. Uh, no, but she she, like, texts me back, like trying to like get her digs in and like i did not get any digs in it was just like you know i call you a frankenstein <laughs> tim she didn't call me a frankenstein <laughs> she wasn't that mean or maybe it just didn't occur to her that I, I looked like a frankenstein but uh but yeah so uh that was that was the end of that tom well i'm glad that uh after all those nightmares yeah you had a hinge success story. Right. With the Beats lady. Well, don't give out the hinge. Look, they're not paying us either. Tommy, you said that. Look, we'll bill them too. <laughs> Look, these these companies, they spend so much on marketing. They don't know what. They're like complete guide to everything. Yeah, I guess yeah, we sounds, did. They, sounds they say, legitimate. Yeah, and they listen. They'd be like, wow, this must have been branded content. He told a whole story about how he <laughs> met the, the love of his life on our, on our dumb app. All right. Um, <laughs> well, they probably don't think their app's dumb, Tim. They, they, yeah, and they're like, After oh, shaking this... the hand with Mr. Nobel, yeah. they're like, yeah, I guess our app's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the smartest ones, I guess. Um, and then to be like, okay, they said we agreed to pay them $375,000. I guess we got yeah. to pony up. Next thing you know, Hinge is going out of business. We're getting the Nobel Prize. <laughs> We're getting their Nobel Prize through a collection agency. <laughs> exactly. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. Hey, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. You can get bonus episodes, including books to podcasts. This week, we Tim finished up uh, The Hobbit, and I just watched The Hobbit movie, uh, a supercut, a, a fan edit of The Hobbit. Of the three Peter Jackson Hobbit yeah, movies. Yeah, put into one very, very, very long movie. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Complete Guide. Follow us on social media. You can find all the links at tcgte.com. Uh, Tim, you know anything about this? Speaking of being a uh, 
an online celebrity, uh, this riot. Oh, wait, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Okay. I want to do a Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems oh. episode or revi- revive it a little bit. Okay. So uh, if you have some brand new problems for 2022, email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. That's yeah. thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com with your problems, and we'll give all the advice that you need. Yeah, you've heard how good I am at dating. So yeah. <laughs> send me uh, your your dating uh, questions. Um, Tim, have you heard about these uh, celebrity-only apps? Ooh, yeah. Like I read Raya. about them in, uh, you know, I've been uh, reading a lot of blind item gossip lately. <laughs> I do know that because you've <laughs> sent me multiple blind item gossip uh, articles. Yeah, uh, so I hear about Raya a lot. Oh, really? What do you hear about it? it I mean, it, spill, I mean spill just, the tea. you know. Yeah, various celebrities get embroiled, and they're usually blind items. And I don't really know a lot of celebrities these days. So, like, oh yeah, <laughs> and it's usually revealed to be like some housewife or somebody from Vanderpump Rules that I yeah. like. It's like I don't know who these people are. Yeah, but uh, sometimes it's about like Ben Affleck or Gwyneth Paltrow or something. So it's nice. Yeah, well, I was reading this one about um, uh, Matt Perry was on there. And uh, I guess people are mad because this like woman, you know, outed him on Raya like that. She matched with him. But this woman was 19. <laughs> Matt Perry, Matthew Perry. Yeah. Matthew Perry was 51. And she Yeesh. said a lot of people were saying I'm a bully and mean for posting this. And it made me feel kind of bad. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of guys in Hollywood are talking to all these young girls and it's something that I think a lot of people should be aware of. And that happened with Ben Affleck, too. A woman posted uh, that she, like, unmatched with Ben Affleck because she didn't think it was really him. And he sent a video where he's like, hi, why'd you unmatch? It's me, Ben Affleck. Yeah. I like that stuff because I like to see, like, you know what? Even Ben Affleck, I mean, Matt Matthew Perry, I get it. It's, <laughs> I get that it's tougher. But Ben Affleck, I would love to date Ben Affleck. And uh, so I like to see that, like, you know what? Ben Affleck isn't, uh, you know, he isn't above <laughs> using an app I mean, on his phone. He's in a committed relationship with Jenny from the block. Tom. That's well, nowadays. Yeah. But yeah. um, I had one celebrity that I saw on an app. Um, John like, Turturro. No, I, that, that was jury duty. I saw John <laughs> oh, Turturro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, fuck. I have to call into jury duty in a few days. <laughs> oh, God, see, this is great that I brought this yeah, up. Thank yeah, thank God you reminded me. Um, Who is the celebrity? Does this remain a blind item? It, no, Ooh. it was uh, Jamie Alexander from the Thor movies. And from no, I bl- never would have guessed that from the TV show Blind Spot. Hmm. I don't know that guy. But Tim, could you? No, it's a woman. Tim, <laughs> it's not a guy. Um, could you imagine Jamie Oliver? Could you imagine Tim if I were dating somebody from the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Wow, Tom. Well, what happened? Did you message her? She didn't match with me. I just uh. <laughs> I saw her and I pressed yeah, yes, please, but. Uh. You know, she didn't, she didn't, but, but it did make me feel better about online dating because I think she was doing that blind spot TV show at the time. And, uh, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, this is a successful lady, but just doesn't have time for dating perhaps. Mm -hmm. 
but maybe everything's fine with her. Hopefully she found love. <laughs> maybe maybe she was, she didn't match with anybody and she was just on there to create buzz and you were like, I think that's the lady. And then like, I'll tune into Blindspot on NBC to find out. No. Suddenly you and a bunch of other schlubs. No, are because she was, she was verified. Juicing the ratings for, uh, for Blindspot. No, I'm sure she's like, married to like some real estate mogul now or something yeah it's what the... all right well, anyway that's all goodbye hey tom <laughs> thanks for uh sharing your deep dark secrets here you're welcome don't i hey, hope you didn't edit them, them all me. out it's your week to edit so yeah all right so if if you're listening to this episode and it's 15 minutes long and you're like why is this episode so short <laughs> why is it called online dating but all they talked about was what did we talk about up top? Who cares? All right. Gambling. We'll see you next week. All Gambling. Right. Yeah. Uh, hey, sign up for DraftKings uh, and Hinge and drink the cans of wine. <laughs> don't do any of those things. Drink the wine. They gave us wine, but uh, don't yeah. do the other things. All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.